Hello and welcome to Tuesday's episode. Da-da-dum. Monday was canceled because Mel forgot we had a podcast. <laughs> I didn't forget. I'm in grad school and I was submitting my work yesterday. <laughs> no, Whatever. she forgot that yesterday was even a Monday. She I came did. over today and it's Tuesday. It's like, oh, let's record. For what? It's Tuesday. Listen, okay? This quarantine has jumbled up all the days. Today is Montu's Wednesday, and we're going to go from there. It's all in one. Yeah. So today's topic, instead of being a normal, regular Monday topic, because it's no longer Monday, Tuesday will be a mix of topics. So the beginning topic will be cheating, and then you'll figure it out from there. Yes. Now, as we begin, have you ever been cheated on? Yes, more than once. So I have been cheated on, but you can't really consider it cheating because we were technically not a couple. But I still consider it cheating. So for me, it um, it was back in the day and we were sleeping together and I told... I told him that I wanted things to be just him and I, not him and the world and me. He agreed, and then all of a sudden, it's just him and everybody else, and he didn't tell me anything. What got me pissed off is that we were sleeping together without a condom. So when I finally fessed up and I was like, so are you sleeping with anybody else? He's like, yeah. I'm like, so when were you going to tell me this? You didn't ask. So, yeah, that's what kind of broke the relationship. And I hate him. <laughs> but he's also the same guy who is close to the family. So I got to keep seeing him every family function. So that's my being cheated on. You can't story. see it, but I'm shaking my head. She's next to me, so usually we record in two different houses and then combine. But today she's next to me, so you can't see my expressions and the shaking my head at her face. (laughs) That is, that's it for me. It was my second body, so it did feel like a really huge betrayal. I know technically we weren't together, so I shouldn't have felt that way, but he was my second body, so I did feel it, and it did hurt, because... Like, it was also a reality check that not everything is butterflies and rainbows. So, on my side of this cheating stories, plural. <laughs> so, I got cheated on. Her, her volume's never off. Sorry. Never. I got cheated on in high school. Ouch. But the problem was, I was also cheating on the person. They just didn't know it. To this day, this person has known I was cheating on them. Until they listen to this podcast. As if he knows who I am anymore. This was like, oh my God, a decade ago? Mm. Maybe a decade ago. So, I was 17 and a senior in high school. My boyfriend was, had just graduated high school. He was like in between. He wasn't going to college. He wasn't working and blah, blah, blah. And he lives with his mom. And we're dating. We went to high school together. And we're dating. And we were together for five months. So one day, I get a call from one of my really good friends, who I'm still good friends with to this day. And she goes, I just saw your boyfriend in the mall with another girl. And I was like, what? Okay. Got it. So I 
texted him. I was like, oh, where are you? So, oh, I'm at my mom's house. He's like, you sure about that? Yeah. He's like, you know if you're lying to me, it's not a smart idea to lie, right? He's like, I'm not lying. You know where I'm at, babe. So I was like, I called him. He's like, oh, why are you not picking up? Oh, you know, I don't want to pick up right now. Okay. So my friend, unbeknownst to me, is following them around the mall. So my friend sees him ignore my call. So my friend goes up to him and is like, you should probably pick up your girlfriend's call. And the girl, who had no clue, she was really innocent in this story. The other girl had no clue whatsoever. And he goes, what? He's like, well, I'm friends with your girlfriend, Leandra. He's like, uh, uh, uh. So the dude just walked off, left the other girl shocked and amazed of what was happening. So... My friend knew who the girl was and told her who I was. So then she found me on Facebook <laughs> and she messaged me. It's like, something really weird happened. Are, are you so-and-so? I was like, yeah, I am. Like, I'm his girlfriend. And it's like, we've been there for five months. Like, well, I've been dating him for three months. It's like, that seems like an overlap. <laughs> and I explained to her who I was. She explained to me who she was. And I figured out, I knew who she was. She was a sophomore in my high school. It's like, you cheat on me for someone that's younger and, well, not her fault at all. But he didn't know at the time that I'd been cheating on him the entire relationship. So in high school, I had an on-again, off-again, like, boning buddy for years. So even if I would date, I would still sleep with him, which is very wrong and you should not do. But I was under the age of 18 and a child. And not making adult decisions. I was making adult choices, but I wasn't. So the entire time we were together, I was also not faithful to him at all. And, like, months, this was between, like, November and March of my high school year and I graduated like June 1st and the person I was sleeping with went to the military in April so like I'm all upset that like such a close person to me is in the military now and like I can't see him and da 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 and like I like cry about it and I write my diary about it but it's not about the person that cheated on me at all (laughs) it was like it really didn't phase me much the first time I was cheated on so I was like "Ah, I got over it that's the first one I cheated on. But I was also cheating. Like, once I turned eight, like, to 18, I was like, oh, that was wrong of me. I talked to my therapist about it at the time. She told me I was a bad person for doing what I was doing. She was right. <laughs> and I, like, grew from the lesson and learned. Because, like, oh, what if, you know, someone else did that to you? I was like, oh, yeah, that's messed up. So then I became a really loyal girlfriend mm-hmm. from then on. So I went to college. Didn't date for a while. Like, for my first, like, year or two of college, I didn't date. I fooled around, but then it was like, bye, living my life. And then I got into a relationship with a friend who I had classes with. And we didn't live far. We both lived on campus. We, our dorms were literally steps apart from each other. So that's how we knew. It was like, oh, you're next door, I'm next door. We were, we were like, dating. We dated for almost two years. Oh, and wow. so we were together for a year and a half. And what I do is I do relationship check-ins. Hubby hates it. I was like, so we've been together for a year. We good? We've been together for a year and six months. We good? You got any problems? You got anything you're holding, you're harboring, you're going to discuss? <laughs> Hubby hates it because he's like, no, we're fine. Stop asking me. <laughs> but, like, this is what I do. To check in with your partner, make sure they're not going to bed angry every night. True. So. That's the best thing. This person and I, I was oh, 20 years old. 19, 20 for this relationship. So I'm asking him, he's like, oh, are we okay? And he was like, ask him to tell you. So in my life, I'm sarcastic, and it sometimes 
the sarcasm is the truth. So I went, oh, what, you cheating on me? And he went, yeah, I am. It's like, what? It's like, when you, you're right, you don't expect to be right. Because I had no clue that I would guess right. I was just making a bad joke. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, I bet you don't. He was like, with who? And he told me the person. It's like, oh, the girl I told you to keep away from? Because she was flirting with you? And then you fell for it, huh? It's like, yeah, you know, it was just one time and mm. da 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 It's always just one time. I don't know. He, we lived in a, the same apartment at this time. You and I share a bed. You think I'm not going to figure it out if you're not home? So he did what he did, and I forgave him. He's like, okay, fine, I forgive you. But you can't be near this person. So that girl had a best friend who was, uh, you know, never been touched version, clean as a whistle, all safe and fluffy. <laughs> so he started, you know, the friend didn't know that the other, the girl he cheated with the first time was instigated it. Mm. Either way, even if, even if the other person instigates it, you still cheated. You still consented to cheating. Yeah. So months go by, like two, three months go by. And now I have the code to his phone and I'm checking his messages. And it's like, I called him redheaded in his text when he was sleeping one night. So the never been touched virgin friend was now the person he was cheating with. Wow. And it's like, I'm done. It's like, what do you mean? Oh, I'm breaking up with you. You need, I'm kicking you out of the apartment. You need to leave. It's like, what? I'm kicking you out of the apartment. You need to leave. It's like, what? You better go find her place and live with her for a while. Until this, this, the semester was two weeks until the semester ended for college. And I was graduating. He had like another year left on his degree. Like, oh no, I'm graduating. I'm packing my shit up in two weeks. I'm out. Goodbye. And he begged me not to tell my mom. Because my mom was his ride back to New Jersey, New York. Because he lived, (laughs) he was from New York and we went to college in Pennsylvania. So once my mom dropped him off at North Penn Station, I told him, oh mom, by the way, we broke up. Because he cheated a second time. And he's like, why did you tell me? I would have left him in Pennsylvania. He needed a ride. Look at you being all nice. I would have let him mm-hmm. walk from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And then I was out of college and I was single for a while. Yeah, a while. Because I graduated May of 2015, but we broke up because I had to do my internship. We broke up in March 2015. Hmm. So I came home, did my internship, was single the entire internship. Like, so many hours of work for free. If you got an intern, get paid, people. God, it sucks to intern with no money. Yeah. And then I was through the internship, and I got turned 21, went to Vegas, and my grandparents came back, and I started hoeing it up. <laughs> so much. That's the best time. And then two years go by, and I find my ex on Facebook. We, went, we lived in the same high school town. And we'd met years before in a, like, a small town bar. And it was just, like, a passing moment. Mm. And we reconnected on Facebook and started a relationship. And he, my ex, the father to the baby, is U.S. military. He's in the Army. And his then station was Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And I lived in New Jersey. So... I would fly down there or he would drive up for holiday weekends. 
And the relationship continued. We got engaged. I got pregnant as a term of the engagement because he wouldn't marry me without a child. It was a compromise. It was a compromise. He wouldn't get married unless I already had a kid on the way. Why? Yeah, Jordan was an, a compromise to the relationship. So. It's a good story to tell her when she's like, hey, how did I come about? She was a compromise. I wanted to get married. I wanted to get married and he wanted a kid. So we did both. It was a compromise. So. He, I got pregnant. I was in New Jersey and he was in Kentucky. And one night. I see on his Snapchat, girls at a hookah lounge. Hmm. I asked him, I was like, what you doing? Oh, I met them. I was like going by myself and they were just there and they wanted to like hang out. They saw it was military and they thought it was cool. Nothing happened. Something now, in happened. this story, I'm four months pregnant. Wow. And I got mad about it, but I let it go. I was like, you know... He could have been faithful. It's fine. He could have been faithful. It's okay. So now he comes home that weekend because it's the gender reveal. When I was four months pregnant, we did a gender reveal for what we were having. We didn't know what we were having until then. We found out it was a girl. So his female best friend came down from Pennsylvania because we were in New Jersey for the gender reveal. So I was in the house and he had gone downstairs to get the best friend. My mother had pulled up with my stepdad. And they didn't know who was, they didn't see each other. But my mom saw him deep in a kiss with his best friend. Wow. Hugging her passionately. And my mom didn't tell me. Because my mom thought, if it's meant for her to know, she'll know. And that person came with their daughter. I shit you not, her daughter looks just like Jordan. Hmm. So I always two kids. Yes, that's his first kid, and he still doesn't accept it to this day. Mm. That his best friend's child is his kid because they have had sex, and it was in the conception time period of that child. I say, just pull a piece of the kid's hair and just test it with Jordan. No need, no need. <laughs> I've seen that kid from. I've known this child since she was what three months old. The best friend's kid, that's his kid. Yeah, and. We fast forward, I'm five months pregnant, things still aren't adding up. Six months pregnant, things aren't adding up. Seven months pregnant, I'm really getting fed up. So I'm eight months pregnant and we do the baby shower. And he and I have our breakup fight. And so I was like, you know what? I know you cheated on me. It's like, what do you mean? And I told about the girls in the club. It's like, yeah, I did cheat on you. And this is after I broke up with him. And I had called the final straw. And I was like, yeah, I know. So my mom and stepdad were here that weekend and they left because they could see I was furious. I didn't want to be a part of it. So they came back. My mom talked to me and I talked to her about stuff. And she told me about that night when I was four months pregnant and they saw him making out with somebody. I was like, sweet. That's nice to know. I think they should have told you. Mm-hmm. But they didn't tell me because my mom has a rule. If you need to know, you'll know. You'll find out. The reason why I left my ex was, so in my house, there's a mirror across from my bedroom door. And I was angry and I walked past the mirror and I saw my mom's reflection looking back at me. Because when I was growing up, my parents were in a very unhealthy relationship. 
very toxic. Yeah. And I saw it growing up. So I saw the younger version of my mom looking back at me in the mirror. And it's like, and it's clear. It's like, I'm done with this relationship. I'm out. I'm finished. Can't do the same thing. Because it was like a sign. And that's the last part she did on. <laughs> that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, the father of the kid did the worst. And honestly, you already know, I didn't like him from the no, jump. No, she didn't. And I still don't like him now. I want to just kick him where it hurts. His throat probably. Because I think he's like a bitch ass dude. Like, I really do think so. But that's us. We've been cheated on before. And, you know, it's not easy to deal with. But at the same time, you know, you got to know how much you can take. Um, backstory, my mom's been cheated on a hmm. lot. Because my, my father cheated on my mom a lot growing up. And married one of them. <laughs> Oh, so did my dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, she's nice to me. So at this point, you know, whatever happened years ago, I'm not going to hold it against her now. Mine just... isn't nice to me. Yeah. My stepmom hates my guts, like with a passion, because I'm the before marriage. <laughs> yeah. So we had to let that one slide. My mom isn't over it, but she'll get over it eventually. And if she doesn't, that's okay. That's for her to deal with. Um, my stepdad actually cheated on my mom too. So it's just like a big cheating spree that I've grown up with. That's why like, I'm so terrified to even Mm -hmm. commit to people. Kids that grow up with parents that cheat on each other have very, very unhealthy trust issues. Yes. That they then take to their adult relationships when they're grown and have unhealthy trust issues. Because I certainly do. (laughs) Um, but growing up and seeing all of that is not easy. And that's the one thing I will urge a lot of people is if you're in a toxic relationship or in a relationship where the person is cheating on you and you have kids, they can see Mm -hmm. that and they're going to grow up and sad to say, some of them will feel like that's normal and you're supposed to, so they'll forgive the person all the time. And the other one will be the one cheating all the time both unhealthy and both not safe i remember being five years old and going to my dad's mistress house yeah like i mean from what my mom told me she said like yeah my dad's women used to be coming to the house Mm -hmm. all the time and pose as his cousins because my family is really huge and we don't know everybody so it's very easy to pose as a cousin and yeah like Yes, yeah. it's, it's damaging. Yeah, for kids that have that in their life growing up, it's really confusing to like see your parents commit to each other and then like on the next day is like no, they hate each other's guts. Yeah. Like I remember seeing one day I was with my mom. It was bring her kid to work day, and she worked at what it used to be UMDMJ, and she was in the buildings not far from the Prudential Building in Newark. Mm-hmm. And. She was, like, reading something on her computer. I was on the other side of the room on the secondary computer. And she just started crying. Just crying out of nowhere. It's like, Mom, what's wrong? It's like, oh, I messed up payroll. People are going to get paid this week. I, I really fucked up. She left the room. 
and came back and she was okay. I found out years later, she was in my dad's emails and a woman was emailing my dad. It's like, oh, we're going to get married. I'm so in love with you. Mm -hmm. It's like, my mom set up the emails for you. You think she doesn't know what the password is? Some people just don't care. And that's why, like, even with the guy who stepped out on me, what made it hurt so bad is that they just don't Mm -hmm. care. No type of remorse in their voice when they said something to you. Like, really? It's just so easy for you? Oh, fun fact. Mel knows this story. So my ex, the biological father of the baby, had a girlfriend. So he found out that I was with hubby and got upset. So he got a girlfriend. That looks like Lee. No, she is much whiter than me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's much whiter. but And the not same... as fun in the fluffy areas. Okay, I'm a better yeah, fluffy than she, she is. She, she's like a box. But yeah. No judging on body shaming, by the no. way. That's not what I'm doing. But it's not the same. Like, she has similarities, yes, but we're not the same. In my opinion, at least. <laughs> she's just, and didn't like her either, by the way. <laughs> she did nothing wrong. She did nothing wrong. I don't care. She had nothing wrong to do. So she texted me one night a really long message. So if you're involved in my child's life, I'll talk to you because it's no point in me not talking to you and you're being in my kid's life. I don't care if you're dating my ex. That's your problem. <laughs> and it was her problem. And she was having problems with my ex. And she wanted my advice. I was like, I can't give you advice because A, I'm not dating him. B, even if I did give you advice, I'm the jilted ex. You won't believe me anyway. Exactly. I told that in the beginning of the relationship. Like, if you have problems with him, don't talk to me about it. Because that's not my job. My job is my child. That's my only concern. And he cheated on her. And she told me all about it. It was like, I didn't ask a single question. You just give me this information. It's like, oh, that sucks. I really wish that didn't happen to you. Exactly. I wish it would have turned out different for you guys. But that's not my problem. That's a you guys problem. It's like, oh, he cheated on you. He's like, yeah, he's and a... He, the other girl you cheated on, you guys compare notes. Mm-hmm. Like, really? What are you going to do? Sit there? Because she wanted you to trash talk him. Mm-hmm. And she didn't she end up going back with him again, though? No. He cheated the first time and she got back with him the second time. It was the time that she included me in the cheating. It was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. No, thank you. And they're still separated, I believe. Okay. But I told Max, like, you need to date girls and not have me involved in the relationship part of your relationship. Exactly. Like, just cut the ties there. Because I don't ask questions I don't need the answer to. I really don't. So, like, you assume that I want to know this stuff. I, I, I couldn't care less. And I called exactly. my ex. And I told him, like, I can't have any problems with your ex-girlfriend. But that's not my issue. Like, I didn't ask these questions. I didn't ask to be informed. If it has nothing to do with my child, I do not care. Exactly. And you shouldn't have to. And... I mean, literally, this is the time frame of how petty he is. Lee accidentally on purpose. I think it's on purpose. (laughs) I listen. It was one hundred percent accidental. Whatever. She sent the pictures of the baby and Jay to her ex accidentally on purpose. What happened was because you're telling (laughs) the story all fucking wrong and you make me look bad. I send my ex photos off Google Photos to his google account (laughs) i also at the time sent hubby photos of him and the baby to his other google account both their (laughs) names start with the letter j 
I sent a large file of photos to who I thought was hubby. And then I got a text talking about, who's this man with my kid? It's like, you're the man with the kid. What are you talking about? He's like, oh, fuck. But no, they both had J names. I'd start with the letter J. So it was not on purpose. It was Google fucking me over. It was not on purpose. Sure. I say it's on purpose because it was her subconscious wanted it to happen and it. it did. It was a terrible argument to have. <laughs> but either way, like she moved on, she's mm-hmm. happy. He saw that in the pictures and then like a week later he has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And within that week, he's messaging her about, oh, you know, I have so much respect for you and I still love you. And Mm -hmm. bitch, you see me happy. Go away. Yeah, when Hubby and I got together, the baby was two months old. Yeah, two months old, give or take. And our relationship started in October, November. I accidentally sent the pictures during Christmas time. Yeah. And then (laughs) my ex and his ex-girlfriend's relationship started in February. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just happened right after he found out about mm-hmm. you. So it's just like, you know, that whole relationship with him and the new girl, it was just dead from the beginning because you didn't do it out of decent terms. Don't get me wrong. They seemed that they were happy at some point in their relationship. Of course not. Give or take. Yeah, I mean, listen. <laughs> they had a lot of problems. They did have a lot of problems. But it's also because he started this whole relationship off in bad pretenses he just did it because you have um you're in a relationship so that's why he went into one yeah so the problem in my ex-relationship i know them because both parties felt they needed to tell me all the time of course like i would be home on a day off and my ex would call me and complain about his girlfriend for an hour an hour and a half and then he'd hang up and she would call me and yeah. complain about my ex for an hour, an hour and a half. That's three hours of a day of a day off. Like, leave me alone. And then they would get upset at each other for calling me. Yeah. They would yell at each other for calling me. Of course. It's like, then, well, I can't believe he called you. Like, but you called me. If you called me, then he's allowed to call me for the same problem. Exactly. And then I would tell just, him. At this point, just do a whole group. <laughs> no, they would freak out at each other about calling me. It's like, well, you called. That's how I know she called. Like, well, he called. Well, yeah, because you called. (laughs) And it just goes around in a circle and a circle. Mm -hmm. But, and then I would be just stressed about a relationship that wasn't even my relationship. It's like, Hubby was like, babe, I need you to sit down. It's like, yeah, babe. No, no, sit down. It's like, okay. So we sat at the table and we talked, like, baby, why is the relationship stressing you? It's like, because they keep including me. Then cut them the fuck off. And I did. <laughs> and that felt way better afterwards. So I wasn't worrying about a relationship that had nothing to do with me. But Hubby took this shit in stride. He just like let... Hubby is very understanding of the problems I have with my ex. He got me through them. And then it was just... Hubby's a great person. He is. Hands down, he is amazing. But he helped me get through a lot of stuff with my exes and, like, my past traumas. And brought us together. Mm-hmm. And still brings us together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so this one's supposed to go so dark. This mm-hmm. message, the second part of this episode, was supposed to be threesomes. 
<laughs> I mean, this Forgot is the best time to talk about the threesomes because yes. now that we've gotten over the whole cheating thing. So with threesomes, it all comes with rules and more rules. Boundaries is also one. A lot of people feel like you open the door with your partner because you bring somebody in. So if they cheat, it's on you. No, that's not how this works. Um, I've seen a lot of couples who introduce a third person inside their relationship and the, per- the one of the people in the couple cheats. They're like, oh, well, it's all your fault because you guys entertain threesomes and Mm-mm. it's cheating. It's not. So threesomes, when you're the person in the relationship, you and your partner have to come to an agreement ahead of time. Like, if you and your partner aren't stable, it's not going to make you more stable. It's going to destabilize the relationship. Exactly. And you need to be in a stable part of your relationship where you can say, okay, let's have fun, let's experiment together in a safe space. If you aren't stable at, at that point in time, it's going to wreck your relationship. Like with my first threesome, I wasn't in the couple. I was the third person. And it wrecked their relationship. It, it mm-hmm. fucked their relationship up completely. Yeah. And it was all my fault. It's like, wait, how's it all my fault? I'm not dating you guys. <laughs> and I was like, well, you did this and she loved it. And then I don't know how you did it. It's like, oh, I'll explain it to you. And I'm sorry, but that doesn't, it's not my fault if I'm not in the couple. And I've had some where I am in the couple. And we were perfectly fine afterwards because we were in a stable relationship. If you're not happy with your partner, adding a third person isn't going to fix that problem. Just like adding a kid won't fix a problem. I learned that one the hard way, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, at least she's such a sweetie. Mm-hmm. My daughter's awesome. But, yeah. Um, I've been a third in all of my threesomes, actually. <laughs> and I have to say... It wouldn't have worked if I haven't spoken to both parties and like you, you want to get comfortable because for me, I'm the third person. They're already comfortable with whatever they're doing. I'm, you know, I'm the new one. I sat down. We both talked. They both calmed me down because like they had to convince me into it because I was like, I don't think I'm good, good for this. So, you know, <laughs> They they both talked to me about it. They both, like, you know, reassured me that this is something that they both want. And that's another thing with couples, too. Mm-hmm. You have to work together in picking the, the third person. It just can't be, well, you know, well, I like thick girls. And, yeah, I like girls that looks very, very slender. Okay, that's nice and all, but let's find a middle ground to suit both of your needs. If you can't fit that, then one is going to have fun and the other one's just going to be sitting there looking like, okay. You know how awkward that is when someone doesn't participate in threesome? So awkward, man. It is. Unless you, you know, want to have an exhibition. True. That is true. Unless you are back exhibitionism. God, I can't get that word out. <laughs> exhibition is watching or being watched. Usually. So yeah, if that is your thing, then it is probably into it before you. Like the weird thing in like 
A threesome is like weird eye contact. Like when you're looking somewhere and like someone else catches your eyes, like, ah, stop looking at me. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're doing gross things. <laughs> Don't look at me in the face. Exactly. I mean, there's that, but yeah. And like I said, it has to be in a very comfortable setting. So if it's like the energy is weird, then mm-hmm. you're like the whole thing is going to be weird. Um, I know for me, for my first time, I was very, very nervous. And I know that they could have told that I was really nervous. So what they did is took the lead and introduced me into it. And then they ended up getting fun for both of us. But it's a difference between being nervous and being awkward. So I have friends I can talk to this about. Like my male best friend, my Jer Bear, <laughs> he's just as slutty as I am, if not worse. Jer Bear. Yeah, one day you'll meet him. You'll, he's a bunch of fun. They've never met because he lives, like, very far away to us. <laughs> and it's a drive. Can I fuck him? No. Oh. He's in a commended relationship. <laughs> never mind. And when I was in one of my, like, pre-threesome situations, I talked to him about it. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, that happened to me before. It's so, like, then what happened afterwards? So the conversation we had was, like, how we and I had boned in front of someone. But they weren't like a participant. It just was like watching. <laughs> and it was so strange to have someone just like watch and not participate. So <laughs> I talked to my friend Jerry Bear about it. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, that happens sometimes where they just watch. Because like the first time they don't want to know what to do. Then they like fantasize about it. Then they get involved this, the next time around. And that's what happened for that situation. <laughs> but it's so awkward when someone just stares while you're boning somebody. <laughs> listen, listen. It can be awkward, yes. But then it's also really fun. Because with me, I've watched a couple bone. And I got to say, that definitely convinced me that I want to fuck them. It definitely did. And it also shows how... Um, together they really are too because when they're fucking they're like in their own world and you're just sitting there like whoa can i join so yeah definitely gets the excitement up there but you should communicate that first (laughs) to make things not as awkward so yeah conversations is very important when it comes to threesomes Knowing your limits, saying like, listen, if you guys, like, if we're going to do a threesome, it's with each other. It's in this, this little space, as in you can't meet up when I'm not here. Yeah. You can't be, well, it depends on how close the friendship is. Cause I think texting, um, that's fine. But depending on what you're texting, cause for me, if I'm going to like, if I'm texting like the the guy in the relationship or whatever, and we're just having a regular conversation, nine out of ten times, the wife is right there. <laughs> or I would, we have a group chat, so we just all share one time. Or if it's, like, something separate from um, the wife, or, like, if we're planning to, like, dominate the wife or something without her knowing, we'll plan that. We'll plan that. But... <laughs> that would you know then it'll be cool but like i'm saying in general like (laughs) 
This is so fun. We haven't been sitting down next to each other having a while. (laughs) So her facial expression is like, what the hell? Then like stuff like that, it'll be fun. Like if you're planning. But Mm. nine out of ten times, you want both parties involved. And you don't want to like, you know, especially as a third, you want to keep things as transparent as possible. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have for threesomes. I'm, I'm, I'm still learning, guys. Ooh, here's one thing. I am not one who likes to share. And yeah, I'm starting to like sharing now. <laughs> like a kid with candy that they're not sharing. Yes, people. I don't like sharing. Like my my ex has talked about it all the time and now that he found out that I've done a threesome he's like oh yeah I did why it came up in conversation how does that come up in conversation we were just talking whatever anyways we were talking and he was like that is so hot and he's like he's like he knew I was heading down that road but he wasn't too sure when so that was pretty dope um but overall yeah i mean i've done me another girl and a guy i am interested in doing two guys and myself um i don't know how that's gonna work out i know i spoke about it like i think last episode when i said it'll probably be maybe two brothers if i work it in there but not sure yet because i I don't know. I don't know if I really want to fuck them that badly enough to have them both. But we'll see. Because, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Because oh. I did that or I'll find two guys go on Tinder. Oh, God. that's That just sounds like rape. <laughs> Tinder just sounds like rape. What about you? Well... I talked about um I had just... a pee break guys, just let you know. So I wasn't here for like a good 30, 30 seconds or so. <laughs> Threesomes. Um mm-hmm. I've done girl, girl, guy, and I'm mm-hmm. fantasizing about guy, guy, girl. Mm-hmm. What about you? I You've... agree. Some guy guy girl is fun. Mm-hmm. I've had a scenario where it has existed in real life. It is fun. Imagine <laughs> you get like tired of like your holes being used at the same time. It's like, oh, where am I moving? Ah, oh, there's something in my face. Ah, there's something else somewhere else. Float down. Type out. Also, here's a fun thing to work on, people. If you're going to do threesomes, make sure you have enough stamina to last mm-hmm. you through threesomes. I've heard horror stories about these guys doing these threesomes and foursomes and burn out after mm-hmm. one chick. So, yeah. If you're like one of those people that can't go rounds, make sure you can last a long time. Make sure you are good at other things. That too. <laughs> like I have a very high amount of stamina for these things. Like an unhealthy amount of stamina. So like I can go for days and still be ready to go the next day. Yeah. So if you're not one of those people and you're like in a threesome scenario, like check in with the person that's not as full of energy as you are like you good bro need water need electrolytes (laughs) need a sandwich (laughs) a sandwich (laughs) 
Hey, hey. sometimes in sex you need snack breaks. Listen, cop guy is the same damn way. He's like, he had sex so much growing up that he burned himself out. So he needs a nap, food, and then he'll go another round. That's depressing. It is. <laughs> but, I mean, at least this round is very, like, satisfying. So I'm okay with it. That sounds like you're not okay with it. I am okay with it. <laughs> I feel like, hmm. No. <laughs> it's disappointing when it's done, but it really is satisfying. Sure it is. Yeah, because um, whatever he lacks, he definitely makes up in head game. I tell you that. That is important. A partner with great head game is very important. Exactly. Like sometimes you don't want to always fuck around. Sometimes it's like, just go yes. down you for a while. Exactly. And that's a good point with orals. They can tell if you're just doing it just to do it and if mm-hmm. you don't like it. So if you don't like giving orals, just don't do it. Don't say that. If you don't like giving oral, learn to like it. <laughs> if you well, don't like giving oral sex, you can't receive oral sex. Exactly. Like, don't ask for it or don't do it. Like, I've had partners who don't do orals but want oral. And I'm like, um, no, not working out for me. It's tit for tat. That's how that works. Um, For me, I love sucking dick. I enjoy sucking dick. It's yummy to me. So I go down on my guys even without them asking me to. Mm-hmm. And that's the best part. Like, cop guy, he messaged me. He's like, I want to eat that pussy. I'm coming to eat that pussy. Like, voluntarily wants to do it that's what turns me on not so you can do it today like keep... how about now yeah like no but it's been days babe what about now <laughs> right if i like it yesterday i'll plug it today exactly on the same point if i feel like it you're gonna get some every day like exactly if i have, if I have no care in the world about the blow jobs you could get one every day of the week and i wouldn't care but also i better be getting some reciprocation on that shit yeah like, there's times I want to give head and I don't need to receive it, but there's other times where, yeah, receiving it is great. Feels great. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that wraps up for today. Yes. Cheating, fantasy, threesomes, orals. <laughs> I think we've covered our bases. Mm-hmm. And- episode 14 i think i stopped counting as we all know since the first episode episode 14 on tuesday because mel forgot on monday forgive me okay forgive me she forgets that she's part of a you know team i didn't forget i'm in grad school you know i wanted to quit and you stopped me so that's your problem i'm a full-time mom and i still manage to remember we have a podcast to run <laughs> wow. Says the one whose kid has been introduced in our podcast a few times. Yeah, because I'm a mom. <laughs> there are no days off. And there's no days off as a student either. Nah, bullshit. You guys have weekends off. No, we do not. If you can not get drunk. Of homework. If you can get drunk whenever you feel like it, you have days off. I get drunk while doing homework. Yeah, whenever you feel like it. You have days <laughs> off. You can't be drunk and a parent. That's not how that works. You can. No. Just not being good parenting. 
Well, follow us on Facebook. Curvy Mel and Curvy Lee has a podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Curvy Mel and Curvy Lee. And we have an email address. Curvy Mel, Curvy Lee, no and at gmail.com. If you want to have a fun topic for Lee's birthday coming up in July, send us some information and we'll think about it and consider it. If you have questions for us, besides things that would spoil an episode, we'll gladly talk about it. Yeah. I think that wraps it up for today's Tuesday episode because, you know, Mel didn't remember on Monday. Wow. She's just like tossing me under the bus mm-hmm. and just rolling over me. The funny thing is, this morning I told hubby, he's like, she forgot. I'm going to rub it in her face. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I Keep pre-planned this. It in, okay? Mhm. Bye. Have a good one.